sports fans, thank you for joining me here on Sports Box today. And today we're going to be talking about the top five teams in the NFL right now through five weeks. Now, I'm not going to do this every five weeks, but I just think this is a great thing to do, and I'm going to do it here and there. But let's get straight into it. And I'm going to start with the number five team, and that's the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers right now are currently 4-1 and one and first in the NFC North. Now, their next three opponents are pretty winnable games. And I think all of these are winnable games. They have two home games against the Lions and the Raiders, and then they go on the road against the Chiefs. Chiefs didn't look so great. Now, I, I'll talk about the Chiefs later. But anyway, the point is, they got three winnable games um, coming up. And I think a reason why I put them at number five is because Rodgers now has a good team around him. They brought in two key, two good uh, defensive players in the free agency. And usually they don't make big moves in the free agency. And this wasn't like a huge move. But these two players have impressed and impressed. Uh, Preston Smith and um, Zadarius Smith. Two guys really came out of nowhere and just have had a baller season so far. And the thing about it is they've had chemistry since like college or high school. I mean, there's a Fox NFL Sunday interview with them. And I really love it. I really do love it. And they, they have a... Um, I don't remember the exact uh, uh, interviewer, but she does a great job on interviewing them, asks great, ask, asks great questions. But really, this is a great defense that Rodgers has been played with. Uh, Preston Smith has 5.5 sacks, 7 tackles for loss, and Zadarius Smith has 5 sacks and 11 tackles for loss. I mean, really, you couldn't ask for a better front seven then right there and then they have J uh, Jazeer Alexander in the secondary who's also had a great season as well as Adrian Amos this defense is here and look Rodgers isn't playing his best but offensively the guy that's playing baller Aaron Jones now Aaron Jones had a his career game against the Dallas Cowboys with four rushing touchdowns but he's had eight touchdowns and, and over 300 rushing yards uh this season so he's very 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 impressive this season but here's the thing, and this is why they are not higher, and I see this tendency a lot. They struggle when the running back, when the running backs are not producing. When in the fourth quarter, if you watch that Cowboys game, Aaron Jones was nowhere to be seen. And look, the offense struggled. Against Philly, they didn't win that game. I mean, Aaron Jones was really nowhere. Jamal Williams got hurt. So they struggle when the running backs don't produce. And I think that's a big, big you know, issue right there. Obviously, they can resolve it, and Rodgers still makes incredible throws and still is able to win football games. But at the same time, you always love to have that consistent run game. So that's why they are not higher on my list. So the next team that is number four is the New Orleans Saints. Now, I have the New Orleans Saints at four because two reasons. Um, they're winning with a back quarterback right now. I mean, they're Teddy Bridgewater is 3-0 as a starting quarterback right now. He did lose against the Rams, but he's 3-0 when starting. He's had three impressive wins against uh, the Bucks, the Seahawks, and the Cowboys. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's thrown for about 850 yards, six touchdowns, 200 touchdowns, has a quarterback rating of 100. You couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, I know he's put into a situation with uh, all-pro and Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, and at the same time... It, a quarterback is probably one of the toughest, is one of the toughest jobs in the NFL. And for him to be 3-0 and putting him stats like that on any given night, that's, I mean, that's pretty good. You can't argue with that. I know he's a backup quarterback, and he's obviously going to, you know, get substituted once uh, Brees comes back. But, you know, he's, he's, he's holding up his own right now. And here's the next thing. The secondary 
is shutting down key receivers. Now, I know when they've played top ten, top receivers, they've gone off. When they played Tyler Lockett, when they played DeAndre Hopkins, when they played Cooper Cup, they still had impressive games. But when times came, when times started to matter in that game, the receivers didn't do anything. Receivers didn't do anything. When times mattered at the end of the game, the secondary came up big and became clutch and won those football games. So that's why I have the New Orleans Saints. Now, their next three opponents are winnable games, just like the Packers. They got the Jags, Bears, and Carolina. Now, Carolina is a team that could sneak into the playoffs this year. I really do love Carolina. Only problem is there's no one besides Christian McCaffrey. I'm not going to get into the Carolina Panthers, but they just don't have anything but Christian McCaffrey. But besides that, I mean, I love the New Orleans Saints. I love the direction they're going in. I just, once Breeze gets back, that team is going to be even more dangerous because they still have Taysom Hill, who's, I, he's like a juggernaut. I mean, he literally could do anything. Um, but I will say when they play faster offenses and faster pacing offenses and more complex offenses, that's where they struggle. Sean McVay is a prime example of why they lost that game. Look, they're still good, but when they when they start to play those fast offenses, they struggle. Even on drives, when the defense when the offense does hurry up, they struggle. On to number three, the Seattle Seahawks. Look, the Seattle Seahawks are four and one, and I love them. I love them to death. And the next two teams are actually NFC East teams. Uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, four and one, second in the NFC West. Russell Wilson is should be MVP this year. I don't think people are bringing this up up enough. He should be the MVP. Uh, He's the first quarterback in Super Bowl era with 1,400 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, and zero interceptions through five games. And he's winning football games. I mean, this man, I think he is, he is my pick for MVP. The type of season he is putting on right now is just unreal. And I think it's it's not going noticed. I really do believe that people... Look, I know people are like, okay, Russell Wilson's great. But I don't think they're realizing how great he is playing right now. I mean, he doesn't have a number one receiver. Okay, Tyler Lockett is good, but they don't have that go up and get their DK Metcalf can become that. They have a shaky run game. It's here and there on some games. And he's still balling in their winning football games. Their next three opponents are tough, though. They got the Browns, the Ravens, and the Falcons. I would say out of all the teams playing right now, that is probably the toughest next three opponents that any team is going to have to play. And... Just talking more about these offensive successes, they are first in red zone percentage with about 76%. They score when it come, when they go into that red zone. When it, defense have, Defenses have to look at that. When they go into that red zone, they better damn well play some good defense because those Seattle Seahawks are going to score. They score every single time they get there. I'm not saying every time, but most times they are in the red zone, they score. And that's a problem. Now... Only issue with them is defense can be shaky. Now, that's a very thing, a, bit, a thing they can, you know, clean up. It's obviously, you know, they've had injuries. But if this, when they're playing good teams and that defense is having an off night, that, that's not something you want. But, um, yeah, so I think the Seahawks, I think the defense struggles are, yeah, they can resolve. But Russell Wilson is playing like an MVP, and he should win MVP this year. Number two. And I don't think I was going to be saying this uh, at the start of week four. I'm start of week five. Is the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, this team's undefeated. Now, I'm not going to get into, you know, who they've played. And I, I will say most of these teams, the teams they played haven't been great. But the San Francisco 49ers are 4-0, first in the NFC West. And this defense is, oh my God. It is just... I mean, I think this rebuild is so impressive that people aren't noticing how great this rebuild is. This team went from like 
like I don't even, they went from like six wins last year, seven wins, to now four and zero. I mean, look, this defense is scary good. I mean, Nick Bosa is just dominant. And I think beating the Browns was a statement win. I mean, they shut down that that uh, that high power. I wouldn't say high power Browns offense, but at the same time, high power Browns offense. Um, I love them. Okay, I love the defense and I love everything. Jimmy Garoppolo scares me, and I talked about this earlier. I said that Jimmy Garoppolo can he bring him a ring? And actually, I had confidence in this team, and I think I said yes. Um. When they don't have a run game, damn, does that passing game struggle? And I think that's the thing that they're going to want to work on. You come to the postseason, teams ain't going to be messing around. They're going to know how to stop that run, and they're definitely going to get to Garoppolo. So that's something I want to change. They really have a challenge next week against the Rams, and that is where we get to see the true 49ers come out to play. And the last team, I think you guys know this, the New England Patriots. I know, not the Kansas City Chiefs, not even on the top five. I'm not going to go into it, but we saw their kryptonite. Um, but the New England Patriots 5-0, this is the best team in the NFL. Uh, I mean, this defense ranks top five in basically every defensive category. Passing, uh, passing, rushing, points for total yards. I mean, this team's like top three, basically, in top five in all these categories. And this run game has been solid. I mean, Sony Michelle is, he has three touchdowns and 262 yards, but he's still a great runner. And I will say the schedule has not been the hardest, but at the end of the day, I mean, look, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. There's no doubt about it. He's good. They're definitely making the playoffs. They're going to go to Super Bowl probably, but this defense is the first defense that Brady has really played with. And I really love it. I do love these Patriots. Uh, I, I, I will say the only, the only difficulty I have with them is if you get to Brady. You stop Brady, this defense collapses. Now, I'm not seeing, I haven't seen a team do it yet, but there are teams in their schedule that could do it. And for the next three games, I don't see a team, the New York Giants, who they play actually tomorrow, and um, the Jets and Cleveland Browns. Now, if you're shocked by the Kansas City Chiefs, I just want to mention, look, the Kansas City Chiefs are still a great team. The Colts showed the blueprint to beat them. They literally showed the blueprint to beat them. You shut down, you shut, literally... Play man coverage against those receivers. They can't do anything. Mahomes can't do anything. That run game is not solid enough to win football games. As simple as that. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. And once again, guys, I can't thank you so enough for the support. Also, make sure to go check out my Instagram at Sportsbox as well as Twitter at Sportsbox. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And I will see you guys tomorrow. As always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off.